Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years, sometimes single stories, sometimes whole episodes. Keep in mind that years ago, people might have worded things differently than they would today. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, a story that Rojo Perez first shared on the show in October of 2016. Just a fair warning, there's harmful treatment of animals in this story. So without further ado, here is Rojo Perez with a story we call Cock and Bull. Thank you. We in it? We good? Thank you guys for coming out, packing it out. Check your phone in the front. I love it. Okay. Um, that's all right, buddy. I know. I'm excited. Thank you guys for coming out. I love this podcast. I love the show. I've, um, I don't know if you can tell. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Hold your applause. <laughs> one, one sad golf woo. Um, thank you. I don't know whether that people don't think I'm... I am. I don't know if it's because I sound like this or I don't have any kids. Like, I'm not sure what the reason is, but, like, it pops up. Don't get weird. Here we go. Uh, it's so weird because we're not all the same. Like, that's not... We're not all just loud. We all don't have, like, hoop earrings with our name in them. Like, that's not... <laughs> but I grew up there. I did. And um, this is a thing growing up in Puerto Rico. Uh, this is a fun thing. My brother used to fight roosters. That's a real, 
Well, he wouldn't fight roosters. It wasn't like a grown man punching a rooster in the face. That would be too Spanish. Um, <laughs> but he trained roosters to fight other roosters. That's a thing he did, and he's my bigger brother, and all I ever wanted to do was be just like him. And I begged him to give me one because I wanted to train it just like how he did. Really quick on a side note, I think it's funny. My brother would brag about how his roosters were undefeated. <laughs> like, he'd come home every Saturday and be like, oh, here comes another undefeated champ, where it's like, yeah, if it's defeated, it doesn't come home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no rooster's ever been like, I got knocked down, but I got a new trainer now, and I cut out gluten. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> My brother finally gave me one, and he told me what to do every day when I got home from school, how to train it, like, how to put the little booties on it, like, what to feed it, how to spar with it, like, all that stuff. And then every day when I got home from school, instead of doing that, I would pet it. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, looking back, that was probably my bad. Because uh, the thing is, nobody's ever become champion out of too much love. Like, that's... No father loves both his parents. Like, that's not a thing. Um, but the one rule my brother had was you can't name it. You can't name it because you're going to get attached, and that's the thing you can't do. And my brother would call it Whitey. And at 10, I felt very uncomfortable with that. Um... So I was like, man, screw Whitey, forget that noise. I'm going the opposite. I named it Benny Perez. Not only did I name it, I gave it first and last name. You in this family forever. <laughs> so every day when I got home from school, Monday through Thursdays, I'd go down and I'd visit Benny and we'd talk about their days. <laughs> and I'd be like, Benny, how was your day? And he'd be like, kikiriki, or like whatever I do. And then I'd be, I would talk to him about why Esther Garcia paid me no attention in class that day. 20 years later, I still don't get it. I was an adorable 10-year-old with a beer gut. It was the cutest. Sometimes I'd stand like this. It was really... I was the original Manny from Modern Family. Like, that's what you're thinking of. Um, so we would do that Monday through Thursdays. And then on Fridays, we called it Freaky Friday. Fridays was different because I'd come down and I'd practice my dance moves. And I'd just dance for Benny. And that's what I'd do. And I would dance, and he'd watch because he was in a cage, so he had to watch. Okay, um, you get it, but he liked it. So I'd dance, and that's what we do. And I know it doesn't make sense to you guys right now, but 10-year-old me had made perfect sense because next year was going to be the sixth grade dance, and what if I was there and Esther was sitting down, and I saw her, and I had a dope jam came on. I'd be like, hey, Esther, would you like to dance? And she'd be like, oh, my God, you dance? And I'd be like, I dabble. But I danced a lot. Like, that would be, and she'd fall in love. And, like, that's my 10-year-old perfect logic. So that's what we did, and we did this for months. We did this for months, till finally Benny got big. He made fight weight. He got big partly because he hadn't been training, and partly because sometimes I gave him cheese doodles. Like, that's... <laughs> I liked that he liked them. Like, that was just in the family. Um... So that's what we did. He got big enough that it was time to take him in, and my brother, we took him, we got him in a box, and we got in the car. The thing was, I never told my brother I hadn't been training it. I don't know, but I still don't really know why. I don't know if it was like out of fear that I thought my brother would yell at me, or I just thought that Benny would be like a natural athlete. <laughs> like some Air Bud shit where he would just figure it out. But it's like, I'm a good athlete. Why wouldn't he be a good athlete? He has the Perez last name. Why wouldn't he be a good athlete right now? 
So, but we put them in the box and we drove over and it was like, it was like an abandoned warehouse. It's this huge, like abandoned warehouse. And it's like, it's a dusty road and it's, it was full of like old men and it smelled like Budweiser's and empanadas. Like that's what was in the air and it was sticky. You ever walk in somewhere and it's just sticky? Not the surface, the air. It's just sticky. Like is someone spraying butter? Like what is this right now? Like, can I get diabetes through breathing? Like, that's what it felt like. And then everybody, we walk in, and old men are just yelling, and they're betting, and they're, like, watching the roosters fight. And we saw, like, four or five, and it was time to bring Benny in, and it was time for his fight. Before we brought them in, the other rooster came out first. When the other rooster was coming out, a theme song started playing. <laughs> he had intro music. <laughs> like a great wrestler, like the Rock of Cox, like that's what he had, and the owner brought him out, and he held him up. He had him up like, like baby Simba, like the chosen one, like, and the old men went apeshit. Like they knew who they were betting for. Like they knew who the favorite in this was. And then it was our turn to bring out Benny, and nobody told me about the pre-show show. Nobody told me there was a musical aspect to the event. Do you know how embarrassing silence is to a 10-year-old who loves to dance? <laughs> that was my one thing, and I couldn't even get that right. So it was just a Benny a box and silence. It felt like a funeral, like we knew what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, like foreshadowing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we put the box down, and we opened it, and Benny like climbs out. And I'll never, he climbs out, and he sees the other rooster, and he has a look of just like, oh, cool. <laughs> like another one of me. Like, oh, a friend. And Benny goes up to like sniff him to say hello. Bing, the bell rings. And as he gets close, whoa, gets smacked. And he gets smacked across the face. And when he gets smacked, he like turns and we're like this way. And he has this look of just like, why <laughs> would he do that? Um, we didn't train for this at all. What? He hasn't said Esther's name, not once. What is happening right now? And then I guess Benny was just like, well, maybe I was disrespectful. I approached him the wrong way. So now Benny came in through the left, and Benny comes in, whoa, gets smacked again. And it smacks him, and it cuts him. And it's fucking crazy because it gets cut. And the thing is, people say that, like, roosters are dumb, and I don't believe so. Because something clicked in Benny when he got cut. Something clicked that, like, oh, if I move, I won't get hit. Like he figured that, like he didn't figure out how to punch back, but he figured out how to avoid getting hit. So like Benny just started moving and he was like working the circle and he started moving and he was just working. The other rooster was like coming up and swinging and missing and swinging and missing. And Benny's now moving and he's coming up. He's like, pa, coming close and then moving out. And he's doing that shit. He's like coming in, pa, hits him and comes back out. And he circles around and Benny's like, pa, pa. He sees it and the old men start getting like a, like, there's like an energy in the room now. Like they're not ready to bench against their rooster, but they feel there might be an upset. Like that's what's in the air. And I'm just watching, he's doing this shit and Benny's going in like, pa, and coming back out and he rocks it out. He pa, pa, locks it and comes through out. And 10 year old me is just like, is Benny dancing right now? <laughs> like I can't say where he learned it from. But they say you learn at the home. That's all. 
they say, but I'm watching it, and Benny's just like, pa, avoid and hits, and the other roosters start to get tired. And Benny's like, pa, locking and coming through, and he's moving around, and he's swinging, lock and come back, and the old men are still like getting excited, and Benny comes in, he figures out, pa, headbutts him. And he headbutts the other rooster, and now the old men start getting real excited, and I don't know what to fucking do right now. And the old men start going, fuck, fuck, I want the white one, I want the white one. And my 10-year-old self is just like, his name's Benny, he sees no color, it's Benny right now. <laughs> and the old men are like, yeah, Benji, we want Benji. I was like, ah, so close, okay. <laughs> so Benny's rocking, and he comes up, he's like, Hits him again. And now the old men start going, Benji, Benji, Benji. And I'm like, it's one fucking leather. How do you not figure this out right now? Ah! And then Benny comes up, he's rocking, and he's going, and he hits him. Bah! He hits him, and he knocks him back, and now I am losing my 10-year-old fucking mind right now because I am the rooster whisperer. Like, do you get that I figured a way to make this happen? That's insane. And Benny comes up, and he goes around, and he, bah, he hits him again, and he knocks him down, and he goes for that, like, ah, like that shit that roosters do, and it's fucking crazy. He goes like, ah. And guys, I'm fucking with you. Benny died. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, he got killed real quick. Uh, <laughs> he lost so fast, you would have thought he threw the fight. Like that. You would have thought Benny owed people money. Like that. And it's a weird thing to realize you raised the world's only emo rooster. Um, and it is, I guess, kind of a sad story. But I bet you guys think I'm pretty Puerto Rican now. <laughs> guys, thanks for coming out of the show. Have a good night. Bye. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.